This is Meditations for Misfits, back again, and I'm Fred Gruy. If you've listened to previous podcasts uh, from the last couple of seasons, you know a major theme for me has been how to live a more engaged life. I mean, really live. And as I've shared before, my dying well paradox goes like this. The best way to prepare for my death is to really live fully now. And and the way to live fully now is to engage the reality that one day I'm going to die. Well, later this year, I'm going to turn 70 years old, and I'm planning on retiring from my career as a hospice chaplain at the end of August. And so for the last few months, where I haven't been sharing podcasts, I've been reading and considering how I might live more fully during this period of my life. So the focus of my personal reflections have been on the parables of Jesus as recorded in the Gospels. And so for this next series of podcasts, if you're up to it, I'd like to share some of what I've been working on in my own effort to grapple with these wisdom sayings of Jesus as a resource to live more fully in the here and and now. And by way of full disclosure, I I want you to know that from the outset that I am a Jesus person. I've been a Christian minister for over 40 years, and I joyfully claim my particular faith tradition. But at the same time, I want you to know that in no way is it my aim to convert you or to make you think and believe as I do over the years I have been mercifully liberated from shoving my own faith beliefs on anybody else. So I fully entrust that you and that divine other that we name God are fully capable of working out whatever relationship the two of you need without my interference. But at the same time, I really would like the opportunity to humbly share some treasures that I've learned along the path of my own faith journey. And so for the purpose of these podcasts, I want you to know whatever it is you believe or don't about Jesus is between the two of you. What I want to do, though, is focus on the record of what Jesus shares with us uh, about how to live more authentically and more freely as human beings. And perhaps maybe you and I can even agree on the widespread belief that Rabbi Jesus of Nazareth was, among other things, a wisdom teacher coming from a long line of Hebrew wisdom teachers, and that he imparted spiritual truths that might have significance for both you and me on how to live. So if we can agree on that, then the next question is, well, what did Jesus teach? And I think maybe a better way to phrase that might be, how did Jesus teach? Well, he taught usually by sharing parables. And so I would like to, in this introduction to the koans of Jesus, share uh, some of my thoughts anyway 
on what the parables are and are not. Well, contrary to the opinion of some, I don't think the parables were quaint little pithy stories that Jesus told rural rural people that they would easily understand. In fact, Jesus himself is quoted as saying he taught parables so that the seeing might not see and the understanding might not understand. And that's in Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verse 12. So it seems, at least according to Jesus, that sometimes our seeing and our understanding can get in the way of, uh, of really living. I think the parables are more like uh, koans. And, a, and if you're not familiar with that term, a koan is a uh, story that a Zen master would share with his or her student. Uh, and the koans are not uh, logical stories. They, they, they make uh, no sense at all. For example, a famous Zen koan is, what is the sound of one hand clapping? And so you're not going to get there uh, any answer to that koan with a logical uh, understanding of, of what's being asked. Or another famous Zen koan is, does a dog have the Buddha nature? These are illogical questions and stories, and the design of them as such is to blow open the student's mind into an awakening, into a satori, into a seeing the world in a whole new way, seeing themselves in a whole new way. So the design or the, uh, the focus of the koan is to blow open the student's mind from conventional wisdom that has been life-limiting and dictating, well, you're this or you're that, and to see, see the world and reality in a whole new way. That's the design. And so I think the parables of Jesus are similar in the goal. I'm not saying they're the same thing at all, and I'm not trying to uh, equate Buddhism and Christianity like they're the same thing. They're not. But I think we can inform each other on uh, wisdom from each tradition, and that's what I, I try to do, at least in my own life. And so I think the the parables as told by Jesus have much the same aim as a koan uh, presented by a Zen teacher to his or her student, is to blow open our normal thinking and to see and experience life in a whole new way. They are designed to help us, the parables I'm talking about now, are designed, I believe, to help us live more freely and more authentically as human beings in the here and the now. And so what I'm going to share with you in these uh, next several podcasts, I don't know how many there'll be, is not uh, to give you an answer to these parables. I don't know that there is one answer. It's simply a reading. It's my reading of what they might mean, or at least what they mean to me. And the, the hope, my hope is, is that it would help generate you to wrestle with these parables in your own way and see what they might mean to you. I think the wrestling is what's important, uh, maybe more important than whatever answer you or I come to. But it's the struggle, it's the wrestling, it's the grappling with how we see and how we understand that might limit how we actually live in this world. 
And I should tell you that my reading of these parables is certainly colored by my own studies of Zen Buddhism and Taoism. So with, with that as an introduction, I would like uh, to begin to consider how we might look at the, po- the parables, or I call them the koans, of Jesus. And I want you to remember from the very beginning, the goal is always how can we live more fully, more engaged with the people that we love, the people we live with and work with, and be, live more in tune with the world around us as it really is. That's the goal here. So if you're game, I'm going to invite you to join me. Thanks so much for downloading the podcast. And uh, if you think this might be of interest, what I'm talking about here to folks that you know or that are in your community, if you would share this with them, I would really appreciate it. In closing for this episode, I'd like to share a quote from my spiritual hero, the guy I really love, Thomas Merton. And Merton wrote, The way to find the real world is not merely to measure and observe what is outside us, but to discover our own inner ground, for that is where the real world is, first of all, in my deepest self. Blessings on your journey this week.